0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Monster Myth, the podcast that explains what goes bump in the night. I'm your host, Ben,
1: and as always, I'm joined with Kevin. Say hi, Kevin. Get away from me, you stinky motherfucker. What the f- what did you fucking eat this morning? Your wife's cooking, and it was delicious. Well, I know it was delicious. She always makes delicious things, but what the hell- Why do you have such bad gas? Do you have some kind of a digestive problem? No, but our monster of the week
0: does. It is the Stikini, a Native American owl monster that has a really bad digestive problem. Kevin, explain.
1: Well, the Stikini are a type of vampiric witch found in the lore of the Seminole people. They are called the Stikini, the Ishtikini, and yes... They have a particularly bad digestive issue.
0: Kevin, why do we always come across a vampire-witch combination? I swear, we keep coming across this. What makes this twister of a monster genre so
1: popular? Well, okay, so it comes down to, let's see, we get the vampire, bloodsucker... Hunts by night. We got the witch, magical being, able to conjure things, and, you know, usually a blood-sucking demon woman. Kind of like your mom. It's very similar to your mom. Your mom has haunted people for generations, so...
0: Thank you for that. Thank you. Stikini appear as a normal human by day, but by night, they transform into owls or other animals and sneak off into the woods and vomit their internal organs that are hung on trees or hidden places. The Stikini then transforms into an owl and flies off to feast on human hearts, which they rip out of sleeping people by sucking it through their mouth. The Stikini must retrieve, swallow its organs, to transform back into human, which I just find nasty. Kevin, how does that make you feel about these little critters' digestive
1: process? Somewhat better than your own digestive process. At least they don't make the entire room smell like death. Like death. Like worse than what this death would smell like. Like a worse death. Like a death that you have to be alive to experience the death coming into my nose and infesting my brain.
0: I love the way you talk dirty to me, complimenting my flatulence. Could you imagine what this guy's flatulence are like? With those cannibal farts? You gotta imagine that people that
1: eat people have, like, the worst farts. Which is exactly why you should never become a cannibal. Ever. I mean, I wonder,
0: like, how bad they got a fart, uh, they gotta smell. Like, you know when you eat nothing but meat for a day, and you fart, and you feel like you're going to die? I want to up that by ten times, and that's probably what it smells like.
1: You would still smell worse.
0: Maybe I should be a cannibal. Kevin, what does this monster look like?
1: Well, a represent, or resembles an avian humanoid. In particular, it resembles a strigiform humanoid, that is, a humanoid owl. Not unlike legends of the creature called the Owlman. Some even claim the creature is impossible to tell apart from a regular owl.
0: Well, that sounds a lot better than a striga who turned into a moth. Better than a vampire who turns into a bat. Kevin, why do these monsters always, always turn into animals? I'm seeing a pattern here, Kevin. I'm seeing a big pattern. Are monsters just a bunch of cannibalistic furries?
1: Why? Why? No, they're not furries. Furries are strange fetish things. And no, these creatures all turn into animals because um, that's, you know, what that is a very, very common thing. And a lot of people don't quite understand animals just in general. You know, you see an animal in the wild and you never know what that thing is thinking. We've seen, an- we've seen these monsters turn into bees that can fit into keyholes. We've seen these monsters turn into a wide range of different beings. Some of them can just transform at will into whatever shape they want. And I think it really increases the creep factor when you never know if what you're looking at is a dog or some evil fucking monster that's going to tear out your soul. Well, neither the owl form nor the humanoid owl is the entirety of the Stikini's being. Rather, this is simply a supernatural manifestation of the Stikini's supernatural nature, when its powers are in effect.
0: So it's like the second movie of Mortal Kombat, where they find their animality, which is dumb. That movie sucked. Lame! I, I didn't appreciate that it was sucked until I was an adult, but when I was 12, I thought it was awesome. I'm sorry. Now, when it's a human form, it looks like a seminal Native American and takes a human form to walk around in society and appear normal, although they're usually reserved and secretive.
1: Yeah, they're usually people that are generally pleasant and well-liked, more like that person is everyone's friend, but uh, no one quite knows about them, like their family, their hobbies, things like that.
0: You can usually find them hanging around Oklahoma and Florida, which is kind of the stomping grounds of the Seminoles. Fun fact, hearing a cry of a stickini is said to be an omen of approaching death. Kevin, how do you create a stickini?
1: Originally, the stickini were evil witches who transformed themselves into owl beings. One day, they were your standard evil witch, but... After an undescribed transformation, we couldn't find what specifically they did, they became the unique monster that we talk about in this episode. An owl monster that by day appears human and at night consumes organs, vomits the victim's soul, and in some communities, speaking their name is thought to put you at risk for turning into one. In other communities, they have been spoken of more casually like the boogeyman, to frighten young children. Sounds
0: scary. Like a bulimic Voldemort.
1: You misspelled bulimic!
0: Listen, I don't have to spell check when I write scripts. I do what I want. I don't care.
1: I'm gonna publish this.
0: Thank you for publishing my work, Evan. You must think it's great. I think it's horrible. I think your mom's horrible. No, you don't. She's a beautiful woman. Which helps explain the reputation of owls as bearers of supernatural danger. In most Native American folklore, owls are the symbol of death. And according to Apache and Seminole tribes, hearing owls hooting is considered the subject of numerous boogeyman stories. Which are told to warn children to stay indoors or not to cry too much, like Kevin. I'll kill you! You could try. Otherwise, the owl may carry them away. In some tribal legends, owls are associated with the spirits of the dead, and the bony circles around the owl's eyes are said to comprise the fingernails of apparitional humans. Sometimes, owls are said to carry messages from beyond the grave, or or deliver supernatural warnings to people who have broken tribal taboos. Kevin! Tell me how these guys can die!
1: Well... If a person can find and destroy the organs of a stikini then it will die. Also, like vampires, sunlight is fatal to the Owlman. If they don't turn back to a human shape during the daytime, then they'll burn up. They can also be killed with any weapon that has been ritually prepared with sacred herbs. Which were not described. So, good luck figuring that out. Find a Seminole person, ask them. Also, these weapons must be decorated with owl feathers.
0: You can't really assume a seminal person would know. That's kind of racist, assuming they
1: know like the secrets of stacchinis. It it might have been passed down, Jackass. Still, you don't make assumptions on culture. That's all we do.
0: Besides the point, besides the point. Kevin, what a gun work?
1: No, no, a gun would not work unless you were able to figure out which sacred herbs are used to bless it, and f- somehow figure out a way to decorate the bullet with an with an owl feather.
0: Can I glue the owl f- feather inside
1: the bullet? Not gonna work.
0: Would it jam in the chamber?
1: Cause a uh, it would cause a brass over bolt probably. Yeah. Sounds sexual. Double feed.
0: Sounds like double penetration
1: Jesus Christ
0: But don't forget Kevin Starting over again Don't forget you can also starve them out If they don't consume organs They'll die Kevin Speaking of sexual Ever told you I'm a romantic mofo That
1: writes poetry Mm. Several times Several times
0: well, because I couldn't find a story that was domain free for the stickini, I wrote a poem for all our lovely listeners. Fuck, Kevin, read my sensual poem.
1: Uh, in all honesty, this is not a bad one. This is kind of funny. Ode to a Bulimic Owl Man by Ben McCall. My stomach aches with a queasy throbbing pain. My sense as though you are after my heart. But not in a romantic way, but to drain. One heave of phlegm and your organs dart. Tis a disgusting hobby how you get your snack. What a stupid idea to hang your organs from a tree so you can go consume others in an attack. To go nom nom on a cannibalism spree. And of all the ways you do it, you go for a man's mouth? "'It must not be gay, because no homo,' you shout. "'Oh, how you creep into other homes at night, "'searching for a throat to suckle. "'Seeing you chug all those guts is quite a sight. "'You gargle organs with quite a chuckle. "'The juicy, gooey, heave and huff, "'tis a dreadful noise. Ugh, that's nasty. "'To chug on organs and other stuff, "'but soon be gone, quick and fastly. "'For what comes up must come down.' Later you'll heave it all around. Oh, bulimic owl man, from where do you spew? Where do you vomit that which you took? Where do these juicy bits land when you're through? Do you find a dark corner or secret nook? There must be a place where it begins. You hack up your organs to hunt for hearts, but you hack up those hearts to finish your sins. From where in the world do you depart? Your hideaway from others who might see to be your monster self. Alone and free. Oh, bulimic owl, man. How to cook all those hearts? Is there a way to do this correctly? A way that won't give you some later farts? Bear in mind, you just spat that up, covered in blood and vomit juices. It is, it doesn't seem an appealing sup. Perhaps it will be cleaned up by the missus. But can some things ever be cleaned Whatever you spice it with, the nasty will beam. But enjoy your icky meal, old tender and lean. Oh, bulimic owl man, why did you choose me? Surely there are more tastier men around. In Walmart, there's fatter men than I could ever be. Surely those men are better pudgy and round. Thou could even find a kinky guy in that sort into that sort of shit. On Reddit, it is surely full of weirdos. Craigslist, of course, is well known on, as a sexual cesspit. Searching all over. Even discos for those late those in latex that want to be beaten. Someone out there must enjoy being eaten. But no, of course not. Because you chose me. Of all the hearts you could have, it is mine. I guess it was only my schedule that is free. You know I wasn't even first in line? Oh, the pain and whatever my luck. Very few have to deal with this. What the fuck? You don't have to hear about other hearts you suck. I doubt is something that you will they sorely miss. But then you wouldn't hear from victims past, because the only noise they give is stickini's gas. Have you ever thought I didn't want this? Did you assume I would be willing to be your early morning breakfast? Although I bet I would be quite filling. I will not, I say, let you make a meal of me. I'm not included on this day menu. My organs are quite important to me. You need to find another venue. Fuck off, I tell you, and go away. And don't come back the next day. The end. So, what'd you think? I thought it was one of the funnier, pretty decent ones that you wrote.
0: i take that as a compliment. Sounds like I'm the future James Joyce. Who the fuck is James Joyce? A very famous and... A very historically famous
1: literary author from Ireland. You've never read Finnegan's Wake? I have not read Finnegan's Wake. And aren't you always up in arms about how fucking Scottish you are, McCall? It's McCall, not McCall. What the fuck ever?
0: And yes, I my last name is Scottish. But you know what? Doesn't mean I can't appreciate literature. Kevin! When was the first time you heard of a stikini or just an owl
1: man? Well, owl men and stikinis in general, I haven't really heard too much about them. Owls, on the other hand, have been very common in folklore and are generally scary enough in some of the things that they do that they have been kind of monstrosized many times over. Look at the 2009 movie, The Fourth Kind. That movie on the very cover of the movie was the face of an owl, which is similar to the gray men, um, the gray men so aliens, big head, big black eyes, gray skin. Owls can turn their heads damn near 360 degrees, and yes, they vomit their prey back up when they're done with them. It is particularly disgusting. Which has led to a lot of people using this. I remember when I was a little kid, one of the Scooby-Doo episodes that I saw had a, uh, I believe they based it on the Wendigo, but it didn't really follow the true legend. But uh, it was a gigantic owl creature. So, yeah, for a long time, owls have been used. That's Those are just the pop references that uh, I remember. How about you, Ben? What pop references do you know?
0: Well, of course, it's Final Fantasy. They have an Owlman monster. It's pretty cool. But Final Fantasy has pretty much every monster written, known to man, that shows up in one of their games. That's why I keep referencing them. I mean, I'm seeing a pattern here, Kevin. I always reference them.
1: Well, them, or Witcher, or Skyrim, or Dungeons & Dragons, or Supernatural. Yeah, we we go through the list, but the thing is, is that... All of those things, Final Fantasy, Skyrim, etc., all of those monsters in those games, movies, etc., have their basis right here in these folk myths that we find. So, readers, now you know the base material. Listeners, as you were. Listeners, now you know the base material.
0: Well, that concludes this episode of Monster Myth. If you know or have a suggestion for a future monster, let us know. Please tell us. But don't make that suggestion generic. That's lame. We don't want a generic monster. Give us some details. And if you happen to write a story about it, let us know. We can re- we can read it. That'd be awesome. Kevin, how can they get a hold of us?
1: Well, if you want to get a hold of us, send us a story. You can sure email us. You can hit us up at our email, monstermyth at outlook.com. You can also hit us up on our podcast, or on our Twitter, rather, as some of you have done, and I promise you, we are getting around to you. Look for that in very near future episodes. You can hit us on Twitter, at MonstermythPod. If you like us, leave us a review on Stitcher or iTunes. You can find us by searching Monster Myth. And we leave you with a question. Are most monsters just cannibals
0: with a furry problem?